how we do stay on central we doing good call me crazy but i have a feeling there's somebody currently sitting on the stage i see one colts jersey i see two colts jersey. we got we got a sweatshirt working does anybody know that guy second guy in yeah yeah he does well we are so fortunate to have reggie wayne headlining this amazing podcast called bowl season if you're not familiar with it you're gonna be by the end of this session and you're gonna wanna go download it. Our host today is Nick Carparelli who has a long distinguished career in the college athletic space. He is currently the executive director of bowl season and I'm going to leave it to him to do all of the introductions. FYI, stick around for this whole session. It's actually gonna be split in half. At the end, we're going to be giving away VIP passes for Playoff Playlist Live, CFP House, which is the indoor because it's supposed to be raining, the indoor VIP suite, free food, free drinks for you to enjoy the concerts this weekend. So with that, stick around. Nick Carparelli, take it away. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, everyone, for being here. I'm Nick Carparelli. I'm the executive director of Bowl Season. Earlier this year, we started a brand new podcast called Bowl Season Stories. We hosted some amazing guests college football legends, executive directors of the bowl games themselves, as well as members of the media who cover college football on a regular basis at the national level. We heard so many great stories uh, about their experiences participating in bowl games. Uh, if you want to catch any of the episodes, you can find them wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just search bowl season stories. I think you'll enjoy them. We're excited today to be here in Indianapolis at the College Football National Championship. We are at Playoff Fan Central. Uh, thousands of fans are around here getting ready for the big game on Monday. I feel really, really privileged to be on stage here with three football legends. So let me introduce these guys. To my immediate left, a member of the Colts Ring of Honor, the University of Miami Hall of Fame, a finalist for the NFL Hall of Fame this year. Come on, it's gotta happen, right? First round draft pick, six-time Pro Bowl selection, member of the 2006 Colts Super Bowl championship team, but he started as a University of Miami Hurricane, Reggie Wayne. To Reggie's left, uh, this gentleman played his entire 16-year NFL career 16? with the New York Giants. 13. But I, 13? I, I'll take the extra three. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Seemed like 16. <laughs> remember the 2007 Giants Super Bowl championship team and a member of the Giants Ring of Honor, former University of Michigan Wolverine wide receiver, Amani Toomer. <laughs> and to my far left, Another first-round draft pick of the Tennessee Titans in 2008, three-time Pro Bowl selection, 2009 NFL Offensive Player of the Year, and one of only eight players to rush for more than 2,000 yards in a single NFL season. Wow. Former East Carolina Pirate running back, Chris Johnson. So, Reggie, I have to start with you since this is your town. All right, let's do it. Can y'all hear me? All right. There's a big game going on in 48 hours across the street. But let's take it back uh, first a little bit. Before you were a Colt, before you were a Super Bowl champion, you were a Miami hur Hurricane. 
People remember the Hurricanes, late 80s, early 90s, kind of a dynasty. Hits, hit a little bumpy road in the mid-90s, so you were part of a squad in the late 90s that were kind of rebuilding. Yes. Uh, went to three bowl games. Year after you left, they won the national championship. Sucks. <laughs> but go ahead. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that. The All games right. you went to, think about this, building towards that championship, right? The 1998 Micron PC Bowl in Miami, 2000 Gator Bowl, 2001 Sugar Bowl. Yes. Looking back at it, at that, what did those bowl, all, all wins by the way, what did those bowl games do for your, uh, your teammates, University of Miami program, and helping them get to that national championship the following year? Well, for one, it brought us together. It was, a, it, it, the University of Miami has always been about brotherhood, been about a family, uh, rather you win or lose. So it, what it did was it brought us together. Uh, a quick little story, my freshman year, it was a rough year, it was five and six. We was on some probations, but that's another talk. Um, but, um, you know, my sophomore season, we went to the Micron PC Bowl, but that's not where we wanted to go, right? So as all the freshmen in my class and the class after that, and even the class before me, Edrin James, who a lot of people know, like we decided we wasn't going to cut our hair until we go to a, some form of what we thought was a <laughs> meaningful bowl game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, that, it's things like that that brought us together that, that say, you know what, we're going to come together, we're going to figure this out no matter what the situation is, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go to battle with each other, and we're going to try to come away and get a victory and, 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 and push forward. You know, so you mentioned about, you know, them winning the championship the year after I left. But I feel good about that because I felt like I was part of the foundation that, that was being built, you know, and, um, and that's what Miami was. It was just, it was a family, it was a brotherhood, and we're still the same as we were in college that we are today. Now tell us a little bit about that Sugar Bowl. That was the 2000 season. Yeah. You finished the regular season third in the country. Florida State was second, but you beat them head to head. So you guys felt you should have been in the championship game. So clearly you had something to prove yeah. in that Sugar Bowl. You took it to Florida pretty good. What do you remember about the, the focus and the t determination in that Sugar Bowl? And, and did you guys have something to prove there? Uh, yes. The Sugar Bowl, it was, it was a bunch of upset kids that wanted to show the world how upset we were. Right? We really felt like we should have been in you know, the national championship game. Like you mentioned, we beat Florida State. Um, and, and which was an arch rival for us. And, and to see our arch rival go to the championship game, like we really, as a team, we wanted to go out there and, and disrupt that game. You know what I mean? Like that's how upset we were. So, um, you know, it's kind of bittersweet for me. Obviously, yeah, I wanted to play in the championship game. And that's the goal for all college teams. But it also was my senior year and I'm from New Orleans and the game was in New Orleans. So I was able to, at least before I left to play in front of a bunch of family and friends that never got a chance to see me play in the college level. So uh, it was bittersweet for me, but I mean, yeah, it's, whenever you see Florida State get any success, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it, it, we was upset. Chris, let me, let me go to you. Your, your entire career at East Carolina was great, but you really had a breakout senior year. 2,960 all-purpose yards, 24 touchdowns. Um, you, in your career, you played in the first ever Papa John's .com Bowl in Birmingham uh, as a junior, then finished out your senior year at the Hawaii Bowl. In that game, 223 rushing yards, 32 receiving yards, 153 return yards, 408 all-purpose yards, kind of a 
normal game for you that year. Uh, that, that was, you broke the uh, single game bowl season record for all purpose yards and that record still hands today, pretty cool. But what was better about that game, your performance or being in Hawaii? Um, gotta say the performance, but uh, you know, never being out of the country, um, taking that long flight, being there with my teammates and just staying there all weekend, you know, going through the different festivities and stuff like that, being there to be around those guys from, you know, morning time to night, the practices and all that, like, it was just a great experience to be able to go to their beaches over there and just, just see how their culture is. Like, it was just a great experience. Now, it was a pretty long trip to take for your fans. It was about 4,800 miles to get there. But you, you, East Carolina is known for having great fans. I think they, they purchased 3,000 tickets and then donated them to the troops over there, which was pretty cool. Um, but tell us a little bit more about that experience. You know, we talk a lot about the, the bowl experience. It's more than just a game. H Hawaii in particular, th that's a place that I would imagine you and your teammates had never been to. Probably a lot of them have never been to since. You know, how meaningful was that to be at a destination like Hawaii with your teammates, your best friends, and what were some of the some of the memories you have from that? Um, it was definitely meaningful. Like before then, like I only been to Florida and Carolina. I never been anywhere else. Um, and you know that flight is probably like two hours from Florida to Carolina, and then going from there to now we got a 10, 12 hour flight all the way to Hawaii. So even spending that time with those guys on the plane, like doing different things and stuff like that, it was just. It was just a nice situation to be able to be in front of those guys. And not only that, like, this is my last time around these guys. I'm a senior um, coming up with the guys that I came in as my freshman class and all the guys under me and all the guys that just looked up to me or whatever. So being there to be over there and show those guys the right way to do it, um, even though we're having fun, the right, the right way to prepare for a game and stuff like that. Because, um, you know, once you go to bowl game, it's a lot of distractions. Um, players get in trouble, younger guys get in trouble, and just being able to be over there and showing them the right way. That's um, one of the biggest things. And then not only that, just the game. Um, you know, going through the whole season, putting up those numbers, and you know, you always hear oh, the competition is not good, the competition is not good. And to be able to go to that game and play against Boise State, um, the same team that had a lot of those guys that just beat Oklahoma the year before, um, earlier that year, I had a, a similar game where I had 400 pur purpose yards, and it was like I didn't do it against anybody. So be able to go to the bowl game, my last game of the year, um, everybody around the country watching, and for me to put up those same numbers, um, it just was amazing. Amani, you, you were at Michigan from 1992 to 95. Uh, your teams were, were, were similar to what Reggie experience. You were a part of a group that helped build the program, and not long after you left, they, they won a national championship. You went to some great bowl games. As a freshman, you went to the Rose Bowl. Uh, Elvis Gerbeck under center, Tyrone Wheatley at tailback. Great team. So tell me about that. You're 21 years old, freshman at Michigan. I was 17. 17. All right, even better. 18, 18, 18. Freshman at Michigan, you win the Big Ten, you go to the Rose Bowl. You must have thought, this is great, we're going to do this every year. You know, what, what was it, what, what did it, what was going through your mind when you arrived at the Rose Bowl as a freshman? Well, my dad used to work for the Pac-10, and so the back then it was called the Pac-10. And so he took me to a Rose Bowl game when I was in the eighth grade. 
And so I remember going to Rose Bowl, we went to the parade, then you walk down, then you go into the game, and I was like, this is the best thing ever. And then for me to be able to play in that game just a couple years later was, was, it was, it was great. Um, didn't have a great experience. I didn't even catch a ball because I was a freshman. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but it was just fun to be a part of it. And just like, just like Chris was saying, everything that leads up to it, you know, we're all, in, we're from, we're all um, in, uh, from Ann Arbor. We're in LA hanging out, going to all these different things and having that time that you spend with them. It's almost like a Christmas time. You know, everything, you know, you wake up Christmas morning and everything is good. The, you know, the buffet tastes better. Everything you're around, your, you know, the orange juice, every, everything just tastes better because you're with your guys that you uh, are in college, but now you're on like a vacation together. And, you know, just to get that opportunity to, to be in a different environment and spend the time with your teammates. I think that's what I remember most about these bowl games. The games themselves were pretty good, but just what Chris was saying, when you're spending time with these guys that you know, Personally, you don't really have an opportunity to go to these places, but then as a group, collectively, you're never going to go to these places with these people um, that, you, that, you're, that are your teammates. It's, uh, that, that's what makes the bowl season special. And then you get all the sweatsuits and the watches and all this stuff. And when you're little and when you're younger, you're like, oh, I got a free pair of shoes or I got a sweatsuit with Michigan on it. It was, it was great. Like, those are the things that really get you going. And um, that's... That's really what I remember most about these bowl games. The Rose Bowl was, it was phenomenal. Well, let's talk about those other games a little bit more in particular. You went to three other games. Yeah. You went to the Hall of Fame Bowl in Tampa, Holiday Bowl in San Diego, Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. You pretty much have the whole country covered <laughs> yeah. in your bowl game experiences. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you had, you know, every bowl game's unique. That's yeah. part of this, you know, what we talk about in bowl season stories a lot. They're all different. They're all unique experiences. It'd be great if you could go to all of them at some point in your life, but obviously you can't. T tell, tell us any, any memories that stand out in any of those bowl games, any of the things that you experienced with your teammates that you, you, you think about all these years later. Well, we went deep sea fishing uh, when we went to San Diego. Oh. And I'd never been deep sea fishing before. And it was so much fun. I never thought I'd enjoy fishing growing up kind of in the city area. And so going fishing was great. And then we're out in the middle of the ocean off the coast of Mexico, and we see like this huge, I don't, I don't think people realize how big submarines are, mm -hmm. but a submarine comes out of the ocean, comes out of the water, and it looked like a mountain came out of the water. And we were like, what is that? And we saw this submarine go, it was like these big, it was, that was something I'll never forget, seeing an actual real submarine coming out of the water um, while we're going deep sea fishing. That's, that's, that's did did they do that just for y'all? No, it was just, it just happened to be, it was, I don't that know, maybe they did do yeah. it for us. I don't, I don't think so. Well, how about you, Reggie? Any of those kind of memories, anything that sticks out? Absolutely. They got a lot of memories, man. We just don't have enough time in a day. Um, PG, Reggie. <laughs> okay, PG. Right, exactly. Um, you know what? The, the funny thing that, that we used to always do, like, it was always interesting for us because it, it was always, we, we felt like it was, Miami against everybody, right? So, you know, we go to the bowl games, and there's some functions where we go, and both teams are there. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Both teams will be there. Yeah. So we, we, are, we would always, like, size the other team up. Like, you know, we, we've been watching film with these guys for two weeks, right? And I'd be like, 
that's number six right there. Well, he's small. He's not like he is on the film, you know. Like so, like we would always yeah. just size guys up and just you know everywhere we meet, and we went as bo if both teams were there, it was like two teams that didn't smile, you know. Like oh. it, it, we just looking at each other like we, they can blow the whistle right now, and I think we will face off yeah. right now, you know. So like it was stuff like that. And especially now, when we sit up there and I talk to some of my old teammates, they're like we laugh at that stuff now. You know what I mean? Because it was like it was, it was funny, but at the same time, it was serious business. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like you want to win the game. It's, it's the last game, especially if you're a senior or if you, or even if you're an underclassman. You know, you want to win for the seniors that's leaving. You know, so like that game was like important, no matter what game it was or, or the name of the bowl game it was you wanted to win that game because it was going to set the tone for you you know next season or for the seniors as they leave on and try to get to the next level you know so it's just man like whenever we took trips and went places like I remember in the Gator Bowl and you know we played against Georgia Tech and we went to the bowling alley and Nobody from each team bowled. Like there was no bowling going on. It was just everybody just staring at each other. Like, you know what I mean? So it was just, it, it's 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 silly, but it was it was it was serious. You know what I mean? Like everybody just wanted to win those those games, to to really keep the momentum going and help continue that foundation to be built. Yeah, you made you made a couple of good points there, Reggie. You know, it's these bowl games have so so much meaning. If if you're going to the NFL, it's kind of that last opportunity to showcase yourself. If you're not going to the NFL, think about it. You, you've been playing football your entire life. That's the last game you ever play. It can be your final game. You yeah. may not think about it at that moment. It might, it's probably a good thing that you don't because you right. probably get pretty emotional. <laughs> right. But, you know, t tell, Chris, tell us a little bit about that. Did you think about that in your last bowl game? Did you think about your teammates and the fact that, hey, this uh, – well, I know it's going to be the last time I'm together with them, but this might be the, ever the last time we, we put on a uniform. Um, yes, I thought about that. Um, because, you know, going through college, especially coming in your freshman year all the way up to your senior year, you meet so many guys and become not just friends, y'all brothers. So it's like, you know, once you get to that point, what guys are going to go to the next level and what guys, is, this is going to be their last game. So me knowing that I was going to continue to play football, you know, that, that was something that I wanted to make sure I sent those guys out with a victory um, to get a ring, um, just to have something to remember. And just on my side of things, I wanted to go out with a bang too because at that time, you know, you know, it's still raining. You, you, st you can still raise your draft prospect and grade and stuff like that. So me playing in a, you know, a lower division, Conference USA, um, I felt like that was the right time for me to um, to let the whole world see what type of player I was, how good I was, and, um, and it, it actually helped me out. <laughs> Reggie, you obviously played in a lot of big games at Miami. The bowl games are obviously a little, little more heightened exposure. How do you think those experiences helped you prepare for the NFL and then, the, you know, ultimately the NFL playoffs and then the Super Bowl? You know, it's, it, it's funny you bring that up. I was just talking to some friends the other day. Um, I, I really didn't know, right? Like Miami is, Miami is Miami. Miami has so much going on, you know, outside of football to where you got to catch people at the right time. You know what I mean? Like the, the beach is free, you know, everything's free out there. So, you know, like, do they really want to pay money to go see a football game that's not Florida State or Florida, you know, or Virginia Tech? It had to be a big game. 
So like, I wasn't like Amani. Like, they playing in front of 100,000. Like, I never did yeah. that. So I really wasn't sure. So like, to be honest with you, like my first, you know, outside of Florida State, and even those games were, uh, you know, you know, but it didn't really hit me until I got into the league. You know what I mean? Like, like this is what the Big Ten goes through every week. You know what I mean? And some, you know what I'm saying? So it's like um, I never really got that experience outside of those big games. But when we did play those big games, like, man, it was, it was electric. It was awesome. Like, this is what you play for. This is what college football is all about. Uh, those big games, those rival games, those games where, man, whenever we would play Florida State, they would play the Florida State champ in our locker room on repeat, like, <laughs> got on our nerves. You know what I mean? Like, like, it, like, that's what football, that's what college football is all about. You know, so those memories, like, you would never forget. You would always treasure. You would always reminisce, and, and it would bring a smile on your face. And when we all get together, we would talk about, you know, so it's, uh, you know, those games is kind of, they, they molded me. They, they, they got me together. It was like an appetizer, right? I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for the, the entree and the dessert, but it was like an appetizer. But, uh, you know, those, those appetizers, they be good, man. They really be good. They're good. <laughs> yeah, uh, Amani, your, uh, your Wolverines had a great season, almost made it here to Indianapolis. Um, I'm sure you follow them pretty close. You're, you're an alum, but you're a fan. What would you think of this year's team? Uh, I was I was very impressed the way they uh, they the way they competed versus Ohio State, and I thought that the Michigan State game was the the, the loss that that we had before that. I thought that was you know, unacceptable, <laughs> being up and then letting Michigan State back in. Um, I'm I'm still very uh, skeptical about you know the direction in which the program is heading in because I feel like. They have the players. They always have the top recruiting classes, and yet still we're not seeing them consistently in these games. So it's it's a little bit disheartening. But um, in not not beating Georgia, I thought that was, uh, you know, I, I thought that was something that I felt like we could have competed better. I mean, I don't know if we'd have beat them, but I don't like the way we competed against Georgia. Um, and but. Going back to Reggie's question, because <laughs> I like that question better. I thought that, I thought that um, a bowl game helped me get ready for a Super Bowl, right? Because you get, there's a whole bunch of distractions. Bowl games get you, get you ready. Because in bowl games, there's a lot of distractions. But at the end of the day, there's a game that you have to play for. And so in the Super Bowl, the same way. I played in two Super Bowls, and there's a lot more distractions. But you kind of understand, because you play in college bowl games, that at the end of the day, all this is all good and all this pomp and circumstance is good, but there's going to be a game that you have to focus in on and there's a goal behind all this stuff and uh, take it with a grain of salt because the game is what you're going to remember, not really much of anything else. Good. Sorry about that. But. Uh, no, don't be sorry. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, question for the three. Uh, looking ahead to Monday's game, you guys, uh, I don't, don't know if you guys care to make a prediction, but, you know, you guys are college football fans. You're going to watch the game. What do you What do you think the key to the game is? What's gonna What's gonna cause one team to bring home that championship trophy? Uh, um. To be honest with you, I don't care about any scenes. All right. <laughs> it, it's nothing personal. I just I, I didn't go there. All right. But when, when is the U going to get back? Uh, the the U is going to get back. 
I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> One game at a time. We got a coach. We, 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 get new, we get a new direction right now. <laughs> um, but as far as the game coming up, um, obviously, you know, I'm an offensive guy, so I'm going to say the team that has created the uh, has the most turnovers is going to be the team that's probably going to struggle, right? You know, um, but at the end of the day, right, and this is barbershop talk, and I was getting my hair cut. I, even I got a bar head. I do get this trimmed up, right? So, uh, yeah, you see it now. Yeah. <laughs> Line that thing up. Really. Um, so we in the barbershop talking, and, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, Alabama and Georgia, Alabama. And I just said one thing. I'm like, listen, until Georgia beats Alabama, I'm not a believer. I, it is, I mean, I know Georgia's good, but sometimes, I mean, like, when I was in college, I lost to Florida State three times out of the four. I beat them my senior year, right? And it was in our heads, really, until we finally got it done. Like, you know, we, you know it's Florida State week. We get to, in the summertime, the schedule comes out. That's one of the games you highlight. You highlight Virginia Tech when Mike Vick was there. You're like, we, we doing all those things, right? But it was like, for some strange reason, it was like we just couldn't get over the hump with these guys. They just kept finding a way to beat us. You know what I mean? And, and not only it was in the coaches' minds, it was in the players' minds, and it was in the people in the staff and upstairs. Like, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a full, you know, organization, a full university vibe. Like, until we beat these guys, they're going to own us, right? And that's kind of how I feel. I'm not a betting guy, but if I was to bet, like, I'm going to bet Alabama because they, Georgia just can't beat them. You know what I mean? Until they beat them, I'm not a believer. That's just me. I, you know, hey, like I said, I'm not a betting guy. And, and it's crazy. I got more friends that went to Georgia that went to Alabama, but you guys got to beat them. I, I agree with you, Reggie. I, I, I dislike both teams. You yeah. know? I played with people. No, I haven't played with many Georgia guys. I play with a lot of Alabama guys. Uh. And there's certain schools like Alabama, USC, yeah. Miami. <laughs> oh, those are the schools where like, the players come uh -huh. in the NFL and they just can't let it go. They love <laughs> these schools, especially yeah. Alabama. But, don't uh, act like, Michi don't act like yeah. Michigan is not part of those schools. No, we're not. Yeah. Come on. No. <laughs> really? Uh. We're the good ones. Oh, they're, the good they're, ones. Not the they're not the good ones. No, no. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm joking. But um, the when I watched the game before when Georgia played Alabama, Georgia's secondary got so exposed by Alabama's receivers. I don't know how you overcome that. Like, how do you all of a sudden get a better secondary? How do all of a sudden, maybe if they're... Probably was nervous. What's that? They probably was nervous. They pro I mean, if they're nervous <laughs> in the SEC championship, where are they going to be in the national championship? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I just feel like it's, it's, it's a tall task for Georgia to overcome. Like, it, how are they going to stop these receivers? Bryce Young was, like, this guy is. Probably won the Heisman off of that. He, he won the Heisman. He did. He yeah. won the Heisman yeah. off of that game. Yeah. And uh, he's the kind of quarterback that you don't want to play against, right? Because against, against Auburn, he had a horrible game until, like, the last two minutes. Right. Those quarterbacks that can shake anything off and still perform at a high level in the fourth quarter, those are the quarterbacks you – like, you don't get 
Like when you're playing Peyton Manning, you don't get mm. you don't get comfortable in the game till you're on the bus and the yeah. score is over, <laughs> the game's over. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing for sure. It's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be an exciting game. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how you pick one or the other. Before I wrap up, I want to make one one comment. And make sure everybody here knows. We throw around the term student athlete very loosely sometimes. All th three of these gentlemen on stage, not only were they amazing athletes, Hall of Famers, Super Bowl champions, they all graduated from their respective universities and have degrees. So that might be their best accomplishment. And I graduated a semester early. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for being here. Reggie Wayne, Amani Toomer, Chris Johnson. We appreciate you joining Bowl Season Stories. We hope you all have a great weekend. Enjoy the championship yeah. game. Thank you. Thank you. Hang on, guys. You guys aren't done yet. <laughs> okay. okay, we're going to take a, a quick break. I'm going to re be replaced by somebody much more talented than me. And these guys are going to continue for an extra few minutes. So thank you all very much.